How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Tuesday, September the 28th. Hello, my friends. Uh, today, there was actually not a lot of news, so it's going to be a faster show than usual. But I do have a few stories for you here, super quick. Let's get into it. First of all, I did want to let you know that some preview footage is now out for both Metroid Dread, which is the newest Metroid game, as well as the upcoming OLED Switch model. So both of those things are releasing on the same day, October 18th. So uh, outlets like Polygon, they actually just covered them both at the same time, playing Metroid on the new Switch model and talked about that experience. Seemed pretty positive overall for both of those things. Uh, if you are invested in Metroid specifically, you can also check out Kotaku. They did a deep dive into the first hour of the game. And there's also just a bunch of other videos and news articles and all kinds of stuff out there if you're interested in those things. But I will cover the game itself in more detail once official reviews are available, and the console once a few more people have had it in their hands. It's just there if you're interested. So I actually missed this story. It happened sometime late last week, but... Uh, we've known for a while that Netflix has been wanting to get into video games, and I think a lot of people were pretty cautious about it, considering how other companies like Amazon and Google have tried to get into gaming. They haven't worked out all that well. Uh, however, they have announced a game, and it is a tie-in to one of their movies called Kate, and the game itself is called Kate Collateral Damage. Now, Kate the film is like an action movie... The main character is an assassin, and the game is actually a kind of roguelike shoot-em-up. It's not just shooting, but that's kind of the gist. And I found this very surprising because it means that Netflix is really taking the gaming industry quite seriously. I don't think anybody would have blamed them if they just stuck to mobile games or interactive things like Bandersnatch. You know, mobile is where the money is, and I think more often than not, you would have expected like a AAA experience. But in this case, they're making an indie roguelike. That's wild. So I think that's pretty cool. It's releasing on October 22nd. Uh, apparently the movie wasn't tremendous, but maybe the game will be better. Who knows? Pretty cool. You know, this is what I want to see more often. I hope it goes well for them. A release date has been provided for the virtual reality version of Resident Evil 4. So the game is going to be releasing on October 21st, just in time for Halloween. And I watched some preview footage. It seemed pretty fun. This uh, apparently isn't just some tech demo, it's, it's actually the full game being remade in VR. IGN did this whole thing on it, uh, and they seemed pretty positive about it, so if you have a VR headset, it's definitely worth checking that one out. Resident Evil 4 is, I think, one of the favorites in that community, so. Okay, and the last thing here is that Naughty Dog did a quick update on their blog, and it didn't really have anything substantial. I guess they were celebrating what they called the Last of Us Day. I'm not sure why that's in September when both of their games released in June. But nonetheless, the gist of the article was, hey, we're working on the multiplayer for The Last of Us. It was originally announced to be released with the second game, but uh, they delayed it, and then now the game has been out for a year. They're still working on it. So I guess all you need to know is that that's in the pipeline. And other than that, folks, we are out of news rather than out of time. Thank you so much for being here. Greatly appreciated. I am back with the news tomorrow, as I always am. And until next time, happy gaming, everyone. It is the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Hey, folks. Oh, man, I had an, an interesting day today. Um, 
I don't know if I've talked about my trips to the dentist on this show before. The last time I, if, if I did, the last time I would have talked about it would have been last year. So here's the deal with my teeth, okay? They're fine. They're like, it could be a lot worse, right? And I take very good care of them. I, <laughs> I floss after pretty much every single meal. Uh, but there's been a lot of things I've been ignoring about them. And so I graduated high school and I found out that my dentist had retired. Okay. And then I moved to a new city. I moved to Toronto. So I didn't have my dentist anymore. I had to go find a new one. So I went to the dentist and this was in like 2018, maybe. And they were horrible. They were just the worst. Um, you know, I had gotten multiple fillings before without the anesthetic. I have a needle phobia, an extreme needle phobia. I told them I don't want the needle for when you fill the cavities. And they got like openly hostile with me. They were like raising their voice and like being very authoritative. No, you have to get the anesthetic. It's a requirement. And they wouldn't give me a good reason as to why. I'm like, I've done it before. This isn't like the other dentists have been fine. So I didn't go there. And then that whole experience just like totally turned me off. So I didn't go to another dentist. And then in the in-between period, I ran out of my insurance. I didn't have insurance anymore. Here in Canada, we have our uh, a lot of our healthcare covered, but dental and eyes and pharma are not covered. Medicine, right? And so then I was like, okay, I guess I have to use my school's insurance because my university had some insurance they were giving me. It wasn't a lot. It was like 500 bucks or something like that. So I go to a new dentist. The new dentist basically doesn't talk to me at all. But he was like, hey, I see you have some cavities here. Do you want to do them today? I said, oh, okay, no problem. I knew that there were some teeth that I really needed the, the cavity filling. Well, he ended up doing one tooth that I knew I really needed, but then two teeth that he never said anything about and never told me he was going to work on. And I'm pretty sure he just did it to rack up my insurance bill. And, you know, he wanted to like schedule me for a bunch of other stuff too. And I was like, uh, I don't have the money. I have to wait for the insurance to come in. And he just didn't care. He was like, okay, see you next year. And I think there were some teeth in my mouth that like really needed more attention than the ones he gave. So again, horrible, horrible experience. It felt like my teeth were, it was like I was violated. You know, there was work in my teeth being done that did not have to be, have to be done. So that was, so now, you know, going into this dentist today, I did a lot of research. I tried to find a good person and I was so nervous. And uh, finally, the guy was amazing. I mean, he was super chill. He explained everything to me, everything that was going on how much everything was going to cost, exactly what he was going to work on. He started like actually explaining things to me. Like, you know, he took photos and he's like, here, that's not supposed to look like this. It's supposed to look like this. No other dentist has ever done that for me. And he knew I wasn't insured. So he was like, you know, don't do anything that doesn't need to be immediately done because maybe you'll get a job that has insurance and then you can come back and get the long-term stuff done. It's like, oh my God, where this is an angel from heaven. So that's what I did today. So all day before the dentist, I was just a wreck. And after the dentist, I mean, I'm feeling a little bit better now. I'm still kind of recovering from the day of nervousness, but I feel a lot better about the experience. So anyway, if you're like me and you have like dental anxiety, my friends just start shopping for dentists, you know, ask them for free consultations, get a vibe from the from the first meeting. And if you don't like them, move on, because evidently, at least in my case, it's not one size fits all. I, I need a dentist who's going to slow down and tell me what the heck's going on. Anyway, I talked about this because nothing happened in games today. Sorry if you don't care about my dental experience, but uh, you know what I did? I played Spider-Man. I'm still playing Spider-Man. It's gotten to the point that I've literally done everything on the map, and I'm, I'm starting to unlock more things to do on the map. 
because I just wasn't making progress in the game. But I think I've decided I'm just going to start focusing on the story, and then if I still want to do stuff after, then I will. Because I want to move on to Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm excited for that game. Okay, out of time. Thanks for being here. Ciao, ciao. <laughs>